0: Welcome to season two of the Run by Nature Podcast. I'm the founder and host Brian Christmas. Run by Nature is the inclusive clothing club because I believe we are all born to move. The clothing, sustainable and ethical as standard, is launching soon. This week I also launched the Recreation Club. If you follow the Run by Nature Facebook page, You will find the Recreation Club there, and this club is open to everybody, including BIPOC, Muslim, other religious minorities, LGBTQIA+, Disabled, and any other groups that I haven't mentioned. And this club is a safe space for everybody to chat, connect, and work together to improve inclusivity. To keep updated follow along at Run By Nature on Instagram. Today is the penultimate episode of season 2 and this episode is full of sunshine to brighten your day as I am joined by Amira, known on social media as Amira the Wanderlust. Whilst today's episode obviously focuses on walking or hiking in the outdoors. We talk about everything from art to retreats, travelling and the importance of friends and community. During lockdown, Amira started the Wanderlust Women to provide a safe and supporting group for women, particularly Muslim women, to walk in the outdoors. You can follow Amira at Amira underscore the Wanderlust. And join the group at the dot wonderlust dot women on Instagram. Here is episode nineteen. Hi, Amira. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how has 2021 been for you so far? Well, I think I'm talking for myself
1: and others. I think we came into the new year thinking, hopefully, you know, lockdown will end and we can start. Getting back to a bit of normality, so I think we're just waiting now. We're in February, hopefully March. There'll be some ease in the restrictions, and we can just get back to you know. I I can't even believe I'm saying this, but back to working, (laughs) seeing people. But yeah, no. On the positive side, it's it's been good just to reflect and having that time just to think over everything and to actually like sort of look back into 2020 and just realize that you know what we we actually lived through a pandemic <laughs> and we made it to 2021 so very grateful for that obviously new year you have more motivation at the beginning to
0: you know get your plans ready for the year so yeah it's not been too bad yeah february can be a bit of a strange month can't it and you're right everyone's yeah. everyone's still standing no matter what happened to you in 2020 hopefully you know you are you yeah. are still here and it is an achievement just to get through it of course, yeah. Your Instagram handle is Amira the Wanderlust, which means a desire to wander. And obviously with the restrictions, you can't wander too far.
1: <laughs> yes, very, very limited. But that's not stopped me because I've actually discovered so many local places, which I don't think I would have ever discovered if it wasn't for lockdown. You know, when we have that freedom. You know, before tears and before restrictions and before all these rules, you can just get up and go, whether it's to a different city, to a different town, to a different country, or wherever it is, you know, you have that sort of luxury to go. So you don't really want to, you know, stay around where you are. And I think of it with with the lockdown and, you know, the restrictions, it's given not just myself, but I think many people just to actually discover what, you know, around their doorstep. And for me, I've just been, you know shocked to see that there's actually so much nearby that I've only just just discovered like in the past in know the past year or so, so I think that keeps me going even if it's the same sort of walk I try and do different routes sometimes I'll just not even plan the route and just do whatever my feet takes me, and that way you know I'm just sort of um exploring but yeah it it's been a tough tough one in terms of travelling because i'm you know I'm so used to travelling at least three to four times a year. But you know, travelling side it has been a bit of a downer, but I'm looking forward to once things do start opening up and I'll appreciate it a lot more. <laughs> you know, just going to the airport, packing the bags
0: and things like that. Absolutely. Those things we probably took a little bit for granted, being a bit annoyed, studying the queue, waiting to have our bags checked in. Yeah,
1: I'll do it. I'll wait. I don't mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have then a favourite Local walk, and then also, what would be your favourite trip or destination that you've been to so far? In terms of lockdown, or just generally? Just generally. So, one during lockdown, and then one all time in your life so far. So, in terms of keeping it local,
1: um, luckily I am surrounded by a lot of countryside, and one of the local hills that we do have is like Rivington Pike and Winter Hill. And I really enjoyed exploring. Those areas in all sort of throughout spring, summer, autumn, and winter because it's completely different. So I'd say that's my go-to because it's literally so close by and there's so many different routes. So you can have a day where you go and then have another day where you go where it's a completely different route. Mm -hmm. So I like how it's such a large area to discover and it's just literally around the doorstep for me. In terms of exploring within the UK pre-lockdown, I've always gone to the Lake District. I didn't really discover many other places and I would always just go to the Lake District because it's not too far and there's, you know, so many fells to climb and, you know, you've got the beautiful lakes and things like that. But I'd say one of the places that I did discover, which I absolutely have fallen in love with, is Scotland and I really, really want to do more of it. When the restrictions were lifted for that short period of time, I think it was August, September, I was doing the three peaks challenge so Ben Nevis was our last mountain to climb and luckily we were blessed with such beautiful weather and it was just such a beautiful trip the sunsets the drive through the highlands you know the actual climb to Ben Nevis was really brilliant and we stayed in like a little lodge and near Ben Nevis I was in love with Scotland and I was like right I need to come here more and I need to discover this more so I think I once the lockdown rules have been lifted and if we can't travel straight away I would happily just do short trips to scotland and explore more climb more mountains
0: and yeah just discover the beautiful countryside that they have there are some really incredible places in scotland and beaches as well as mountains but i think sometimes people get a bit put off by the weather and you have to be careful with mid season, yeah. don't you and the thing was
1: i i always pray before i go hiking especially if it's a big mountains And we always, always get really, really good weather. I was quite nervous about Ben. Nervous. I don't know why. I think because when you're doing a challenge and it's your last one and you're sort of coming to an end, and people like, oh yeah, make sure that you know it's very, very cold and it can get very, very rainy and there's there's snow there. Literally, we spoke. I spoke to someone I think a day or two before, and they were saying there's snow at the summit. So I was like, all right, okay. And so we went well prepared. It was 24 degrees. The Views were so clear that everyone, like all my social media people who are who are from Scotland, they're like, "You've literally brought the sun to Scotland," and you know it was such a beautiful day, and the views were just absolutely incredible. And I was like, "What was everyone saying?" You know, you know, there's no views here in Scotland; you hardly get a view. So I think that's why it was. You know, it was one of my most memorable trips. It was
0: really nice. I think the weather does. You know, it does make a huge difference. I'm going to come walking with you more often then if you bring good sunshine. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah of course, let's do it.
0: <laughs> do you have anywhere on your bucket list, like a dream destination to go and climb? Oh, yes, lots of places. <laughs>
1: and I think this lockdown has made me add a lot more places on there. One of my top list is, is I really, really want to do the Canadian Rockies, like Alberta, Banff, Vancouver, and sort of explore that area. We were actually supposed to do it last year, and me and my friend, who I do most of my hiking and travelling with. And obviously lockdown was sort of, it was at the beginning, so people weren't sure. And we didn't know whether to book, so we thought, we'll wait. And then obviously lockdown happened, so we had to cancel everything. Luckily, we hadn't booked anything, it was just sort of reserved. So I think that's one of my places I want to go to. And I really want to go to Iceland and Norway. And I really want to explore like, the Caribbean islands as well. That's one more of like, a chilled holiday. <laughs> <laughs> After all the hiking, you know, go to the Caribbean islands. There's so many places. I really want to do Everest. I want to go to North Pakistan and do the mountain range there because that's really, really beautiful. And I really want to go to Peru. So, yeah, I've got quite a few places. Some adventurous, some more just for relaxing. But, you know, I'm hoping to get back to doing those things once we are allowed to. <laughs>
0: That's definitely going to keep you busy for a while. So where and when did your love for the outdoors and wandering begin? I would say like in my l- late
1: teens, when I was younger, my mum and dad, they were really sort of, they used to love going out for drives and going and visiting places like Yorkshire Dales and Lake District. And, you know, we, we travelled a lot. So um, from a young age, we travelled to loads of places like South Africa, Mauritius. Florida, lots of European places. So we were always traveling and when we would travel we would always do like we'd go into the mountains and we'd go to the you know, the scenic places where we were. You went to Switzerland and things like that. So I was very, very young, but I would still sort of take it in me. I, I would probably not appreciate it then because I was still young, but you still remember those moments. And especially when you look back at photographs, you can see like all the places that you've been. And then when I got to sort of my early teens, when my mum would go hiking. I um, know i always mentioned this because people think that, you know, I was some amazing hiker, but I wasn't. I literally cried all the way through. I fell. I wore the wrong gear. I slid into a mud hole. So it was a disaster, basically. So then after that, I was like, I'm not coming again. But somehow she encouraged me to come. So then I would slowly go with her. And then I started doing my own walks. And then around me, everyone was sort of getting married, having kids. And I was just like, oh, what do I do? I'm in a job. I hate it. I've just finished uni. And I was just sort of like, you just don't know what you're doing. And I really, really hated my job. So I literally just booked a trip to Paris and I was just going to go to Paris. And then I decided over the weekend that, okay, now do you know what? I'm like going to go backpacking. I've never done it before. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it. And I literally planned everything as much as I could. And then I just went with one bag and I went. And then I went to loads of different places. So I went to Paris, Belgium, Holland, Barcelona, Morocco, so many, like, I planned all my trip and it was like one of the best things that I did. So when I came back, I realised that I actually loved just going out there and just exploring. That's when, obviously, I started blogging my things on Instagram and then my passion for photography because I'm actually an art and design student. So I did a lot of, I combined my sort of passions together. And then in terms of, like, the outdoors, with the lockdown, I've done more exploring in the UK because usually... When it's the holidays and when I've got free time, I'm always spending it sort of away. So I think I've learned to appreciate UK beauty more since it, it since, you know, since 2020 when we've had this sort of
0: lockdown. The photos on your Instagram page are truly beautiful. And every time I look at them, you can just see your passion. It really comes across like how much you love the outdoors, but also that creative artistic flair as well. Oh, thank you. So how does it make you feel like when you perhaps take that moment to sit down and appreciate the view that you see on the walk, or you look back at a picture or a memory from a walk you've done recently, or maybe could have been somewhere you visited when you were backpacking. What does it bring to you? It brings me a lot of peace. It brings me a lot of
1: happiness. It also, it makes me appreciate the will that we have. And it, it helps me to remember God in many ways because as a Muslim we appreciate we remember God at all times and you know we believe that he's given us this beautiful world he's he's created all these beautiful mountains and you know this scenery and this amazing world for us and we you know we worship and we, we remember him with everything that we see and we you know we glorify him to God uh, for what he's blessed us with so when I look back you know there's certain phrases that we say to you to remember our God and those phrases come to my mind because I just think wow this is so beautiful and especially when I'm up in the mountains and sometimes you can't like you just want to capture a moment but you you can't capture it because it's captured in your in your memory but to actually get it onto a phone or onto a camera or onto a drone it's just you can't actually you know fully grasp the beauty of it you know, you're just sitting there and it just helps. Like for me, it helps me to reflect. It helps me to get into my own sort of headspace, especially um, since I brought the drone. Like people who are around me, you know, they'll be like, Oh you're done now? And I'm like, oh, and I literally go into like my own sort of world. And when I'm capturing the moments, it you know, it brings me a lot of joy that, you know, wow, look at this. And also like I love, um, I love doing like videography. So when I'm um, taking videos and things like that, I want other people to see what I'm seeing in that same perspective and that's why I try and post videos of my walks on Instagram and you know some people that might not be able to go out or they might be in a location where there isn't as pretty scenery or someone that's ill or anything and looking at that nature and looking at that video it might just bring them peace and if it does bring them peace then that makes me happy so you know, I get a lot of me- people messaging me saying that, you know, a lot of my videos, it, it brings them a lot of peace. Um, you know, they love watching it. So things like that make make you know, makes me really happy. And I try to combine with the holy book that we have, which is the Quran. There is a lot of verses in there which sort of talk about the beauties that our God has bestowed upon us. So I try to incorporate those sort of verses in the backgrounds of the videos just to help people relax and to listen. For me I enjoy watching videos like like that and I used to watch other people's videos mm-hmm. and now I'm happy that I can create sort of some content not just you know for me or to make something out of myself or to, you know to get followers is generally just so someone can have a look and just feel a bit of peace and happiness by looking at that photo or video.
0: I really think that Of course, being in nature provides us with that peace and those feelings and that connection. That's why we also bring plants and photography and pictures inside, isn't it, as well? Because we could be sat in our living room, but just looking at a picture, it also brings us those feelings and emotions, which is really powerful, as you say, and if it can help others. It is, and I remember that when I was
1: actually on the way to a walk and I experienced a really, really bad car accident which left me sort of bed bound for a few weeks and you know I'm very active I'm sort of on the go and it was a very tough time for me in terms of dealing with what happened and then obviously not being able to do the things that I love to help me get over what happened and I remember like everyone just sent me like flowers and plants and flowers and plants and my family was like you know they could send something else you know what flowers but I was like no they, these actually make me so happy just because I feel like I'm connected. Mm. It's so true to be to have that sort of impact
0: indoors as well. So you can you can feel the energy. You mentioned that you combine that art, photography and the outdoors and nature. And did you recently do a trip, which was kind of like a retreat where you were drawing or doing your art? Yeah, me and my friend, the one that I do her, she's called Asthma. So she's
1: a fine artist. My mum's an artist. And I did sort of, i don't have like a specific i sort of did like mixed media i did fashion textiles and then i did like sort of graphic design i did a lot of photography so i sort of combined but i was always sort of stuck in between what i actually like and i think now i'm just sort of focusing on photography and videography. but i do love drawing so we went away and that was actually our wales trip that we did and it was to it was our snow snowden that we were climbing and we stayed in this like really nice tree house and we said we're gonna take our art stuff and we're gonna come because we were in literally in the middle of nowhere we, we wanted to do some nature art so we wanted to sort of use like leaves as a palette and things like that but we didn't have time to do the full thing but we still it's still something in our head and it's something that I actually want to do with the Wonderless Women sort of art therapy in nature but yeah we took our paints and we just sort of did some paintings of so mine I love sunsets and sunrises so I just did like a colour palette of a sunrise and she does illustrations so she did some illustration of the mountains so yeah I do really have a passion for nature and I try and combine that within my own artwork now before I used to struggle to like what is what can I do because with creative people you literally mind us all over like you can be doing one thing and then something else comes in your head but now I feel like since I've become a lot more passionate with the outdoors, I feel like now even within my artwork, I'll paint a recent hike that I've done. And if I like it, I'll do like a little watercolour or I'll take my sketchbook sometimes and you know, if the weather's nice, especially in summer, we'll take our paints out and we'll do like a quick paint. Now I feel like I'm more sort of got a direction in what I'm doing. <laughs> Otherwise before I was literally just like sort of I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was like, I'm an artist, but what what do I like doing? <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to so many artists, and so many artists are the same. You do one thing,
0: and the next minute, you're onto something else. Do you ever share any of those drawings on your page? No. Mm. I, I think I've, I've seen done, them. I,
1: I've shared a few which I put on my story occasionally I don't know whether it's all artists but sometimes I feel like oh you know, I could have done it better and I just feel like it's not good enough but that's why now because I'm sort of focusing more on the videography side and the photography with that I feel you know yeah it's I'm getting there I do want to do a lot more art and nature-based work which I am working on I am definitely going to go to post more I actually used to have a separate account well we all did uh, and we used to put all our artwork on there And then I don't know what happened.
0: (laughs) I would love to see some of it. And it's interesting you say that maybe it's an artist thing because one of my other guests, Yvonne, this series, spoke about her sister who's an artist and her business is called It's Not Yet Perfect or something because... she literally is like, I'm never happy with my work and artists never feel like it's good enough.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. And you know, like my mum is such a good artist, like her work is amazing. And she'll be like, no, I don't like my work. And I'm like, what? I'm like your work is so good. Oh, I'd love to see some of it. <laughs> I will forward you on her page and I'll forward you on our page that we had as well once upon a time.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, please do. And I will link to it as well so that we can share it. <laughs> you mentioned the Wanderlust Women then. So this is a group that you founded. Would you like to just talk about what this group is and what you're currently doing? Yeah, of course.
1: A few years ago, I created a group called Sunday Trails. It was literally just a group of people walking and I sort of of based it around my community just because I felt like there was something that was needed for women, especially from my community, Muslim women to get together mentally, physically, and just sort of you know get outdoors because there weren't many groups like that when I used to join my mum for her groups I would always notice that me and her were sort of the only two sort of brown women and I've always had this idea since I was you know in my teens I've always wanted to create like this sort of nature retreat for women where they can come and do meditation do art have like mindfulness sort of get really in touch with nature do hikes and things like that. I've always wanted to do something like that and then I started the group and then back then like walking wasn't and hiking wasn't as popular and I feel like lockdown has made a lot more people appreciate the nature and walking so when it was lockdown, I was doing like vlogging on my walks on my Instagram and I would get so many messages from people like, you know, oh, we'd love to join you. And by this time, my group, The Sunday Trails, it, it had died down because there was only a few people and then it just ended up being me, my mum, and two of my friends. So then I didn't really invest time in it. And then in the first lockdown, I thought, you know, I've got some time, a lot of people are messaging, what can I do? And then suddenly this whole movement came about diversity in the outdoors with the help of a few people from instagram so like kit collective they were like you know let's make a separate page for you for it and you know we'll support you and so i got that encouragement from different people and i made like a separate account and then when i made the separate account we got so many people interested because they thought oh you know there's there's never been a group like this where there's been a hiking group for muslim women it just sort of blew from there and you know now we've got like over 300 members you know our walks get booked up like within a second and it's just really about women joining a group where they feel comfortable so you know sometimes if you were to you know you wanted to start something but you might not want to start it because you might think you know my I'm not advanced enough or you know will I fit in or you know I'm wearing the hijab will I be out of place and things like that so I wanted to create something where they don't feel like that and you know there's so many of them that are so grateful for this group because they're building their confidence in the outdoors People that never knew that they love the outdoors so much are now coming into outdoors, hiking. People who love the outdoors but they have the confidence because they they want to go go alone, and now feel like you know, they've got, they've got a little community to go with. So my aim is just to really sort of get these women out there, uh, build a little community, have like a safe space for them, and to really sort of encourage diversity in the outdoors and. Break down any stereotypes or misconceptions that people do have about Muslim women, especially women who wear the hijab or the niqab, or just women in general that they're not able to do certain activities. And I feel like when they've seen me do certain things with my covering, that it's inspired them to feel like you know they can do it as well. You know because we don't really see much of that in the media, so they might not feel welcome. And I recently did a takeover on the BMC, uh, the British Mountain council about these topics so I think that was my main aim and just generally just having a community of women to just enjoy the outdoors so I've got a lot of things planned I want to do a lot of retreats you know it's not just you know we're going outside walking you know I really want people to find themselves mentally you know trying to connect themselves with nature especially with this lockdown if you're feeling like you know you just need that headspace you know just coming on a walk connecting with the like you know like-minded people it it helps so that's just my aim that I wanted to do so yeah I'm very grateful that you know there was a good turnout with it and you know it's expanding
0: it's an incredible group and initiative and of course you mentioned that being the outdoors everybody should feel welcome but sometimes the language that we use around outdoors can be quite off-putting can't it like yes We talk about tough challenges or, oh, this is a really hard walk or even just the technical language about what's a fell or what are walking poles? Do I need walking poles? This can be all quite alien to people who haven't had that background and experience. It can feel quite scary, can't it?
1: Yeah, and I, I know that because I... Was like, you know, yeah, no, these shoes will be fine, no, this and everything will be fine. And I remember that none of it was fine. And then obviously I wanted to buy things and things were so expensive. And I was like, right, so what do I do? Do I need the most expensive? And you just, you know, you don't know. Um, But luckily, I had my mum who obviously was into the outdoors and she was able to help me, but not many people have that. So, you know, it's really great to have these groups who support groups like mine, you know, with gear and with courses and with adventure days and, you know,
0: giving them the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You talked earlier about the fact that when you started walking initially, it didn't go to plan yeah. and you fell over. Exactly. And, and it's okay, isn't it? People sometimes worry that if they go along to these things, that everyone's going to be really experienced and know how to use a map. And, you know, something that yeah. you might think, oh, someone's going to laugh at me. I'm going to look silly if I can't use a map or what happens if I fall over. So it's important exactly, yeah. to have that stepping stone isn't it to yeah give people that confidence of course yeah no it is to feel comfortable around people that you
1: feel comfortable around and it's no discrimination to anyone but if someone wanted to join and you know you've got a, a group full of sort of you know these you know big men and you know they look all like athletic and you know you're gonna get put off not because you you feel like you can't join but you you generally just feel like you know you unable to do certain things there is a lot of discrimination with women anyways that they can't do certain activities so I feel like having a women-only group it, it helps women just to you know sort of build the confidence and you know become stronger
0: together. And you want someone's experience to be positive don't you if they're going to change their life or adopt this as a habit. You want to do it with somebody you're going to get yeah. along with that you have shared yeah, values definitely. that you know maybe you can socialize with outside of the walking. And that's where the yeah. retreats and everything come in because as you say it's not just about that one session, is it? It's about changing, no. you know, maybe something internal in your life and living a yeah. a, ha- a happier, maybe more healthy, fulfilled life. Yeah, of course. So what would your tips be then to somebody who might be listening that Likes the idea of maybe getting in the outdoors, but doesn't really know where to begin.
1: First of all, you know, don't be scared if you've not been into the outdoors and, you know, try and find people who. So now that you've got like Instagram, there's so many like and meet. you've got meetup groups. So try and find some a group if you feel like, you know, a group's for you and you know maybe start with a group you won't need to worry about like navigating or what if this happens and you know they'll do everything you all you need to do is sort of meet up and that's why i did at the beginning if you feel like that's not for you then i would say do researches in your local places and start with small walk research where you're where you walking to check the weather decent hiking boots and a decent jacket you know you don't need to spend so much at the beginning there's so many outdoor brands now which you can buy something affordable and then once you are fully invested into hiking then you can you know spend on good quality items and then I would say connect with people who are from the outdoors where you can learn so much I literally learned so much by speaking to other people and there's so much online now as well don't be If anything goes wrong, it's fine because that's what happens. Like, you're only going to learn from your mistakes. You don't need to know every single thing. You don't need to be an expert, right? I need to, you know, sort of go on a full sort of course ever. Just just take it as it comes. And with each walk, with each hike, with each adventure, you're going to learn something because I'm always learning something. So you're always going to learn something and just enjoy, like, Even if something goes wrong, it's fine. Like if you fall, it's fine. As long as you don't hurt yourself. But all these, or if you get lost or if you didn't wear the right clothing, like sometimes, you know, it can put you off, but just make, just change that into a learning curve and be like, right, okay, this is what I need to do. Okay, this is what I need to invest in. But I would say anyone that wants to go into the outdoors, the outdoor community is so lovely. There's so many people out there who are willing to help. There's so many amazing groups out there. There's so many amazing work that people are doing to encourage people into the outdoors people are on instagram and social media as well you are sort of outdoor enthusiasts who you know have so many tips so you can watch like their instagram lives and you can watch their sort of they do like question and answer so there's you can go on there and have a look. So I think there's a lot of help out there. So anyone doesn't need to worry about it. I think just take that step, start off with small walks, increase your your miles and then do some solo adventures. But, you know, just take it one step at a time, whatever the person feels comfortable with.
0: That's great advice. If somebody would like to connect with you, read your blogs or indeed join the Wanderlust Women, where can they find you online? So my Instagram is amira underscore The Wonderlist. I've got a
1: lot of highlights on there in terms of walking places. I always record like where I go, what I do and things like that. And I've put like some tips and things like that about hiking so people can follow me on there. And obviously I share my photography on there. And then if anyone wants to get in touch with the group, you can either email me on there or contact me on there. Or you can follow our group page, which is Women, And that's our page for, for our group.
0: Before we go, is there anything that you wanted to talk about or that you'd hoped that I would ask you? I would say
1: one of the things is that I know that sometimes if you feel like you look different or you don't have the gear that everyone has or you don't know these fancy outdoorsy terms or you know you don't know much about map reading or you just all these things don't let that put you off especially in terms of the the way you look and you know if you if you do feel like you don't look like a typical hiker it can be quite daunting and if you look at these magazines and outdoor branding and you think that oh you know i'm not going to fit in i would say no everyone belongs in the outdoors everyone has a right to be there no matter what your age is no matter what uh, your size is your color what race you are what you wear if you cover if you don't cover like do not worry and do not feel out of place yeah you might get stared at if you do look a little different it's absolutely fine don't feel like that's gonna put you off from going out generally speaking I've never had any sort of issues yeah I get stares etc but the outdoor community is you know absolutely lovely so I would say that don't ever let anything sort of stop you from doing the things that you want to do
0: a great statement to finish with Amira and thank you so much for creating this group and sharing all your wonderful walks for us on Instagram you know we really do appreciate it and I can't wait to come to one of your retreats in the future. Yes yeah, of course yeah you just let me know and you'll be you'll be right there. <laughs> thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. That connection between ourselves and nature is so rewarding on a number of levels. I know that people may be feeling a mixture of emotions, particularly given restrictions, changing rules, regulations and adjusting to life during the ongoing pandemic. I don't know about you, but even when I take just five minutes in nature, whether that's just walking on the grass sand feeling the earth beneath my feet listening to the sounds of nature it just really grounds me in the now and makes me feel so much better feeling inspired and connected to nature why not join the run by nature club at run by nature see you next week for the final episode